1: Welcome to Mondo Jazz on Radio Free Brooklyn after a mighty episode of uh, the Jericho Chronicles by Mike Joseph. Since on Monday Bjork was in town playing a sold-out show at The Shed, the new cultural hub near the High Line, we decided to open today's show with the music of Bjork, in this case as interpreted by the Israeli pianist, who is currently based in Paris, Yaron Herman, and his 2008 album A Time for Everything, from which we played Army of Me which was the opening track on Post, the third album by York. And today's edition of Mondo Jazz will focus on jazz renditions of this uh, creative artist uh, who, from uh, her punk origins to today's uh, uncategorizable music that she plays, has developed one of the most original bodies of music in the past three decades, managing to obtain wide acclaim while creating music that pushes the envelope. If jazz is, as uh, someone put it, a sound of surprise, then it makes complete sense that countless jazz musicians have become enamored with the music of Björk, and have incorporated her compositions in their repertoire. Since Björk, like the most innovative among jazz musicians, is a restless soul that tries to continuously reinvent herself, often blending familiar sources in completely unprecedented ways and uh, deliberately challenging rules and disregarding rigid boundaries among musical genres. And if you are a regular listener of Mondo Jazz, you know we like a spirit like that. Up next is uh, 107 Steps, a composition from uh, Selma Songs, which is music from the motion picture soundtrack, Dancer in the Dark, by the Danish uh, director Lars von Trier. This version is by drummer Jeff Tane Watts from uh, his live album uh, Detained at the Blue Note which came out four years after Bjork's album 2004, and in true Jeff Dane Watts fashion, it's a very powerful rendition. <laughs> Listening to a special edition of Mondo Jazz dedicated to jazz renditions of the music of the Icelandic singer and conceptual artist Björk. We start the set with a powerful version of her song 107 Steps, performed by Jeff Jefftain Watts, live at the Blue Note, with a quintet featuring saxophonist Marcus Strickland, pianist Dave Kikoski, guitarist David Gilmore, and Eric Revis on bass. All of that driven, of course, by the leader's uh, signature power. And so, to counter that type of power, we ironically played Oh So Quiet, a song from the 1950s that uh, received this gorgeous jazz big band treatment on uh, Bjork's 1995 album Post. Oh So Quiet is apparently still her best-selling single, and you may have seen, and if you haven't you should, have seen the gorgeous video shot by Spike Jones. At the end of the 90s, uh, finding a Bjork composition on albums by musicians like uh, Jason Moran or Greg Osby or Dave Douglas uh, was an exciting surprise, but now it's impossible to count the exact number of Bjork covers on jazz records, with songs like uh, Yoga that, the last time I checked, had no less than 15 versions and has basically become a new standard. The power of Bjork's composition seems to cut across jazz camps, going from uh, straight ahead musicians to experimental ones. With vocal and instrumental renditions, and ranging from solo delicate interpretations to powerful big bands. One such example, and uh, possibly the only jazz band entirely dedicated to Bjork's repertoire, is the Bjork Orchestra, led by saxophonist Travis Sullivan. From their second album, uh, recorded live at the jazz standard, here is the title track, I Go Humble. you <laughs> this world be a much sadder place without Bjork? I think especially after listening to this uh, composition the answer is clearly yes this was a kata rocker by uh, Bjork and jazz trio led by pianist Godmunder Igolfsor and I'm pretty sure I butchered the name for which I apologize this came out on an album uh, from 1990 entitled Glinglow in which uh, Bjork uh, with this established jazz uh, trio from Iceland play fully jazz album this is not the first time that Björk had dabbled in jazz. She had already showed interest 10 years earlier in 1980 when she co-founded a jazz fusion band called Exodus, for which unfortunately we don't have any albums out, but it would be very interesting to check that out. Uh, just before that, we heard another iconic Björk composition, Isobel. This time it was a version uh, that uh, was opened by a beautiful bass work by Tony Overwater, and this was featured on the 2002 album Orient Express, a collaboration of the Dutch trio led by saxophonist Yuri Honing, with uh, three Arab musicians, uh, Rima Sheikh, uh, the singer from Lebanon, and two musicians from Iraq, uh, the Joser player Bazem Havar and wood player and percussionist uh, Latif El-Obaidip. The group plays on this whole album uh, classic Arab songs, but they also dwell in this uh, really unique interpretation of uh, Bjork's Isobel, which uh, lends itself surprisingly well to this uh, Middle Eastern uh, treatment. And at the top of the set uh, was the B Orchestra from the album entitled I Go Humble, we heard the title track. Uh, I Go Humble is a composition that appeared uh, like Isobel on Post, the third album by Björk, and it seems to be a record that has given much inspiration to jazz musicians. The Orchestra is the brainchild of a saxophonist uh, Travis uh, Sullivan and uh, features uh, Becca Stevens on vocals. And uh, how brave is it for any singer to try to interpret the music of Björk? This is a challenge uh, not for the faint of heart, and faint of art Becca Stevens is certainly not. So uh, it's beautiful to hear her way of interpreting Bjork's music remaining 100% Becca After this vocal set, let's go back to more instrumental renditions of Bjork's music with Marcus Strickland that uh, we heard earlier in the show in the band of Jeff Tame Watts. This time we'll hear this amazing saxophone player with a project that he had as a leader. This is uh, his 2009 album, idiosyncrasies and his rendition of Scatterheart. another set of beautiful jazz renditions of uh, music by Björk, we started off uh, with a cover of another song from uh, Selma Songs, Scudder Heart, performed by saxophonist uh, Marcus Strickland, uh, with his brother E.J. on drums and Ben Williams on bass. It was followed by Larry Goldings and his uh, Palmetto Records release uh, Quartet, featuring uh, Larry Goldings, of course, on Wurlitzer. John Snyder on trumpet, Matt Wilson on drums, and Ben Allison on bass. From that album, we played uh, Cocoon, which is uh, Golding's uh, rendition of the composition that Bjork released on her fourth album, uh, Vespertine. With a left turn, we then moved to a track from uh, the following album by Bjork, uh, Medulla, which contained a desired constellation that we heard in the rendition by Sardinian guitarist uh, Paolo Angeli, who has uh, often focused on the music of Bjork, Including on this uh, 2007 album entitled Tessuti, from which this rendition was taken. As usual, Paolo Angeli was a one-man orchestra, playing uh, his uh, Sardinian prepared guitar, an instrument uh, with 18 strings, which is something between a guitar, a cello, and a uh, drums, featuring hammers and pedals which can work at variable speed. Paolo Angeli recently played at Carnegie Hall, and uh, if you ever get a chance to see him, uh, you should not miss that opportunity. Another progressive musician who was an early embracer of Bjork's music was, as we mentioned earlier, Dave Douglas, who included uh, Bjork's song Unison on his uh, 2002 album Infinite. Unison appears on uh, Bjork's uh, Vespertine. The version by Dave Douglas that we're going to listen to is actually not from Infinite, uh, but from his uh, Live at Beam House album featuring Yuri Kane on piano, Rick Margisa on saxophone, James Genus on bass and Clarence Penn on drums. two songs for this set, but uh, very dense renditions of Bjork's work. We started off with Dave Douglas and his uh, take on Unison, recorded during a live performance in Amsterdam at the Beam House, possibly the best jazz club in Europe. Together with him, uh, Yuri Kane on piano, Rick Margiza on saxophone, James Genius on bass, Clarence Penn on drums, and of course, Dave Douglas on trumpet. Unison is a song uh, from uh, Vespertine, uh, the album that uh, Bjork uh, released in 2001, and that album included also a brief but very intriguing interlude, uh, Frosty, of which we heard uh, an equally intriguing rendition by the Franco-Algerian drummer Joël Alouche from his uh, 2008 Crystal Records release with saxophonist Eric Barrett and guitarist uh, Serge Lazarevich entitled Close Meeting. Let's move on to another classic track by Bjork, Human Behavior. Very early success for her from the first album under her leadership after she broke up from the Sugar Cubes debut. The composition is Human Behavior, which is a tale of uh, the humankind seen from the eyes of animals. And the rendition that we're going to listen to is by The Bad Plus, a trio that is not new to performing renditions of uh, rock and pop songs. more songs in our exploration of uh, Bjork in jazz. We started with the Bad Plus, the trio featuring Ethan Iverson on piano, Reed Anderson on bass and Dave King on drums the composition we heard was a human behavior that was followed by another power trio which had a similar capacity to develop a compelling crescendo over a rock beat. This is an Italian trio this time called Three Moons featuring Gaetano Partipilo on saxophone, Mauro Gargano on bass and Fabio Accardi on drums. From their album entitled Voyage that came out in 2007 on the Jazz Engine label We heard the track uh, entitled Five Years, which is a composition that Bjork featured on her third uh, studio album entitled Homogenic uh, that she recorded between uh, 96 and 97 in Spain. From that same album was also a composition uh, that we heard next, Bachelorette, a composition that Bjork wrote uh, for a potential movie with uh, Bernardo Bertolucci, which never came to fruition, but likely she released the song on Homogenic. The version that we heard was on the album by Anne Dyer When I Close My Eyes a 2003 release on a sunny Side. and as we have started that, this section dedicated to female singers uh, taking the challenge of uh, coming up with uh, beautiful renditions of uh, one of the most original singers around Bjork so up next is Adam Montellanico with Yoga which as I mentioned earlier is perhaps the most covered Bjork song in the jazz circles <laughs>
0: It'll get solved and you push me up to this state of emergency, how beautiful.
1: For more tracks, uh, paying tribute to the genius of Bjork, we started with Ada Montellanico, the talent singer, performing yoga, a composition that uh, featured uh, Giovanni Falzone on trumpet and uh, a very interesting arrangement of uh, this uh, classic tune by Bjork. That was followed by, again, a composition by uh, Bjork performed by Travis Sullivan's Bjork Orchestra. This was the title track of their debut album, Enjoy. And once again, this is a tune that appeared on the album Post, which obviously has inspired many musicians. And we will see one more track from this album at the very end of the show. We then followed that uh, with uh, the German bass player Iris Orning, uh, featuring a guitar player Kurt Rosenwinkel. The composition was uh, one of the most popular tunes by Bjork, Venus as a Boy, that appeared on her debut album entitled Debut from 1993. And this is uh, Iris Orning's album entitled No Restrictions, a self-release from 2012. We then closed off the set with the Dutch pianist Herman Franje and his quintet from the album uh, that came out in 2007 entitled Ronia. We heard a composition that Björk released on her album Medulla. The composition was Oceania. The quintet of Herman Franje is a very talented uh, European quintet featuring on bass Hein van der Heijn on drums, Mathieu Chazarnek. On flute and vocals, uh, Magic Malik. On guitar, the Brazilian guitarist, uh, Nelson Veras. And, of course, Herman Frani on piano. We're getting very close to the end of today's show. And as it always happens, we always want to recommend you to stay tuned for Bushwick Garage, a great show by Rob Richard featuring uh, Psychedelic Rock. Today's episode of Mondo Jazz will be archived with all past episodes on the Mixcloud, Megaphone, and iTunes. All our archive shows are featured also every week on allaboutjazz.com, the greatest online jazz source. And we encourage you to follow out both Radio Free Brooklyn and Mondo Jazz on Facebook and Instagram, and also to go to our website where you can download our app for iPhone or Android. You can also sign up for a monthly newsletter and learn about uh, and hopefully support our after-school program that offers the chance to local teenagers to learn media literacy through a hands-on approach guided by local professionals. Bassist and composer Ben Allison wrote and performed our theme featuring Ted Nash on flute and the voiceover by Pyang Threadgill. we got one more track in store for you. And once again, this is a track from uh, Post, the 1995 album by Bjork. This time, it's featured by another Nordic band, the Swedish Fredrik Nordström Quintet, featuring, among others, uh, uh, the great trumpet player Magnus Bro. The composition is The Modern Things, and it was featured on the 2004 album entitled Moment. There's nothing else to say at this stage, just uh, enjoy and good night, and thank you for tuning in to Mondo Jazz. This is The Modern Things by Fredrik Nordström's Quintet.